Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi there, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrier. And we're not experts. We're not. We're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And we also like to talk a lot about Travis Kelsey. And congratulations to him and the Kansas City Chiefs. I guess I should say to about Taylor Swift's boyfriend, really. He doesn't, we don't need to name him. Um yeah, I mean, look, I got to be honest, I'm 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 ex- I'm personally experiencing some some Travis fatigue. Um, but is I, Travis their nickname? Yes, Travis. Travis. Oh. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> which is hilarious because his name is Travis. So yeah. it's essentially just Maybe it's Tavis? Trailer? Ta- is it Tavis or Travis? I thought it was Travis. I like trailer. Um, or maybe it is Tavis. Sorry. Trailer is pretty good, but <laughs> I don't know. Some people, <laughs> some people are calling it. Oh no. Most people are calling it Tavis. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry. Oh, Tavis. 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 Which makes more sense. And what did you say? Travis? I said Travis. <laughs> Look, I was close. Which also makes sense. It does. I still, again, I still just want to go with trailer, but okay. I will give in to Tavis. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm experiencing a little fatigue, but I, but I, uh, endorse anyone who is, you know, still captivated by it. I want this for you. Thank you. I mean, look, I need something. Totally. As a distraction. I hear, and I hear you. I appreciate them giving it to me and I don't enjoy football on like a micro or macro level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think the NFL is a toxic monstrosity. And yet last yesterday I gasped when I found out the chiefs were about to win. And then I turned the game on and watched it. (laughs) So, Oh my gosh. That's uh, so funny. And now I'm looking into a Taylor Swift themed t-shirt to wear for the Super Bowl, which I don't normally even like in watch. Wow, Kate, you're on board. What's happened? I think I'm just like a distraction is I think what it is, you know? I hear you. But again, I'll take it. Sure. Sure. I look, I I I get it. And I and I don't I don't judge. Now, I will say one thing that has fascinated me is that I have noticed that that since Taylor has been going to a lot of games, she has had nail extensions on. Oh, and I am like, interesting. I'm trying to, and I'm sure there are 8 million TikToks about this, but I don't have TikTok. But so, you know, apologies if you're already like up on why she's suddenly has long nails, but Taylor always has, she's always a short nail, like short natural nail gal. Interesting. And like, I love yeah, this at, observation, right? She's had some very, which I would assume are, you know, a gel extension situation mm-hmm. going on. She has like a sparkly almond shaped nail right now. I'm, int- I'm very intrigued, very festive, very on brand for the game. Yeah. But I would just love to know, like, why is she suddenly getting nail extensions? Like, what was the conversation wow. that she had with herself where she was like, I'm now a nail extension person? Wow. I mean, you know, I I, I bet she'll take them off 
before her like before her shows in the next couple of weeks. Yes. Like, don't you think they would be annoying to have while you're performing? I would imagine. I mean, look, they're annoying for me to have, and I just like walk from one room to another. So, can you imagine doing that like four hour show in nails? Uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of artists have extreme nails and do very true. intense that's physical true. shows. That is but very true. Okay, I don't think I could do it. I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I don't. I, I I personally, for me, I find super long nails just like impractical. Well. If you wear contact lenses like I do, oh, it's a real. There is a real moment where, like, and I've gotten nail right. extensions, and then I get home and I have to take my contacts out, and I'm like, "What have I done? Uh-huh. What? What okay, dumb move was sense. this?" That makes sense. You know, I had a weird thing happen. I had a gel manicure, and something happened where, like, a layer like the top layer of my nail got kind of removed Ooh. from my thumb so I've been growing out I've been growing it out and it's very it's weird it's like tender and this it's just one little spot it wasn't the whole nail but mm. I'm almost kind of like maybe I just stop fucking with my nails forever it's like it's not maybe it's not worth it you mm-hmm. know okay I mean, I feel like your nails have caused you a lot of agita. Oh, I love an I love an agita reference. You sound <laughs> like my grandma. And I just like, uh, yeah. I don't want. Well, but I want. I want do. you to let this. Like, I I want you to be free of the hold mm. that your nails have on you. What is your equivalent of that? Do you have a thing that has a hold on you like that? Would it be hair? Mm, maybe, yeah. We all have something, and I think it's okay. Yeah, we do. Or at least, you know, it's okay to be honest about being on the journey. <laughs> toward I mean, acceptance. we're all on some journey, that's for sure. I'm on a really big journey right now, actually. What is your journey? That I, like, might cry talking about. Oh, no. I- well, no, it's okay. I'm just, I'm very emotional. I think I'm about to begin my cycle. Oh, sure. And normally mm-hmm. when I'm about to menstruate, mm-hmm. the emotions are just rippling underneath the yes, surface. They're you know, very which intense. is okay. I have, you as you look, and Dora, you know a lot of this, but since I had COVID, I have had long COVID symptoms that are still ongoing. And it it i have finally kind of gotten to the bottom of a lot of it which is that i have a histamine intolerance i maybe have something called mast cell activation syndrome and so i'm about to embark on a lot of doing a lot of stuff to try to like feel better mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm emotional about it but i guess cuz i haven't felt good for a very long time yeah and you know like sometimes i think when we feel like shit, we just start to accept it and you just, it just becomes a part of your life. Yes. You so forget, I, you forget what not feeling like shit feels like. Right. Like your, your new, that new normal, yes. you just kind of start to find ways to adapt to not feeling great. And so I, I did a bunch of tests and it feels like very clarifying to have some answers about like what's going on in my body. Like what was interesting actually, for example, is I'm not showing signs of being in perimenopause, which I thought I was. Oh, that's interesting. But like my hormones were like rock solid. And I was shocked. Yes. But but uh what it did show is that I am like a raging histamine, just a ball of histamine and inflammation. And so I have to do a lot of stuff to kind of try to feel better. And I I really am like this year, I just am really kind of starting to really think about what it means to take care of myself so that I can hopefully, you know, like be here and feel good for a while. Uh, And I I hadn't, I don't know, I hadn't had that kind of, like we talk about it, but for the the first time in my life, I kind of, I was like, oh, you've got to make some hard choices about how to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you haven't, you haven't. And that's hard for me. So what does this mean? mean, What does this mean? Like in, in 
in practical sense. Yeah, in practice. Yeah. Um, Well, I have to change. I have to do uh, and like trigger warning for anyone who doesn't want to hear about food restrictions. But I am going to have to like do at least a month or two where I take out his foods that are high histamine out of what I eat, and that is very hard. Mm. (laughs) Like no leftovers. Oh, why is that? Like because because anytime anything sits for a while, it builds up in histamine. Mm. So it means no canned fish. It means no avocados. It means no spinach. I mean, it's a, it's a whole variety. And there's also like a wonderful list of yes, but that is uh, stressful figuring out how to do that. All that being said, I've had such intense reactions to food that I'm like um, – it's actually like a relief to kind of give myself mm-hmm. this time to figure it out because that's a big part of what's been going on. Um, I have to really reduce stress mm-hmm. and like be serious about it. Mm-hmm. Mm, and like all the ways and what that, you know, all the ways in which, you know, that exists because stress can also really trigger all this stuff. And so that's just been like weird and emotional for me. and. I don't know why it's emotional. I'm fine. I don't have like a disease. Um, it's just an adjustment. It's all you know what also it is, Dory? Hmm. It's emotional for me because like you were the first person who suggested to me that I might have long COVID. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I do. I thought I was in I thought I was like in menopause. I don't know what I thought. I was having like a mental breakdown. And you looked at all the symptoms and being the advanced medical professional that you mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. you were like, Hey, this sounds to me like a long COVID thing. And a lot of people they are finding who have long COVID after having COVID are having this histamine intolerance is how it's presenting. That's so for interesting. Yeah. I and felt, I, I had- felt like when you started telling me about your symptoms, people were starting to really talk about long COVID a lot. Like, on social media. And I was just kind of like aware of those conversations. And for some reason, whatever you told me, I don't remember exactly what symptoms you described. It just like pinged for me. And because I'm also a detective. That's right. You're a doctor doctor and and a detective. detective. Um, I'm like Dr. Watson. Um, I love that. He was a bumbling fool, but you know, same idea. Um, I was like, I was like, this might just be something to look into. Yeah. And I, I dug and dug and dug and I like landed on this histamine thing myself. And so it's extremely validating to have, to be able to like look at a blood test and a stool sample and a urine test and have somebody be like, oh yeah, look what's happening here. Um, And I think that's what kind of makes it emotional for me because it's, there's like such a weird still with long COVID, it's so vague and so many people are experiencing such debilitating symptoms and I'm not. Um, like I can coexist with them very easily now, but I don't know. It's just weird. It's it's just like a good feeling to know, have a little bit better knowledge of what's going on with your body. But then it also like there's something about it that makes me emotional. Mm. So that's what I'm juggling today. You know, like yeah. figuring out what you know, what I'm going to kind of try to do and what that looks like and redoing some reading and some listening to things, taking what sounds good to me and then scooting away from the rest. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it is going to be a journey. And, you know, I know that the idea of having to be kind of obsessive about what you eat is Yes. A little triggering for you. Productive yeah. to me. Oh, trig- little triggering. It's like trigger well, town USA. I didn't wanna, you know. No, no, I know. <laughs> no. Anyway, that's, that's, that's my day. Okay. How are you today? Kate, I got to be honest. I am not great. I kind of sensed that from our communications prior. <laughs> from my communication, I was like, hours. I can't talk about it because it's too annoying. <sighs> no, but you know what? I really liked that you... I'm trying to really list, try to be more aware when people try to set boundaries and like, ex- and I appreciate that you are communicative about like what you can and can't 
do in the moment. I was just like, I, I, if I have to like explain this whole dumb situation, I like, I just, I can't do it. But here I will give you no and our me. listeners the TLDR, which is that yesterday Henry had a play date um, in Encino, which is far from where we live. And as I was parking outside their house, I hit like there was like part of the curb. The curb was very high and part of it was like jutting out because there was like an overgrown tree whose roots had never been like contained. And I hit it with my tire and ripped a huge hole in the in the sidewall of the tire. And I like I could hear the air going out of the tire. So then I have Henry freaking out <laughs> because it's like a sort of upsetting thing that just happened. So I'm like trying to calm him down. I call Matt. I'm like, can you come to Encino and change my tire? (laughs) And he's like, yes. Mm. So he comes, we're like doing this play date. Play date is fine. Um, And is Matt is outside putting the spare on your car? And then, you know, about an hour later, Matt, Matt had like a couple of things to do at home and he, and he shows up like an hour later. He's, trying to fix the car. I go outside to see if he needs any help. And he's like, there's one like bolt in here that is marked. And I think I need a key for it. So that turned into a whole thing. Then it turned out that remember when I went over the pothole and had to get my (laughs) struts replaced like two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was like, I Mm -hmm. think when Volvo, I have a Volvo. And we took it to the dealership. I think when Volvo um, fixed your car, they put the wheel back on too tight because the bolt no. is stripped. Oh, no. And I can't get it out. So he tried for a little longer. And then he's like, we like at this point, we had been there for like three hours. Like I had been planning on like two hours and I they were ve- like the play date. The, the parents were very nice and made Henry lunch and like it was very nice but I was also mm-hmm. like we should get out of your hair um, so we drove home and then Matt went back to try to fix it and at like 4pm he was like I give up like I can't fix this we're gonna have to call tire places tomorrow and see like if they can get it off so I call a tire place near where the car is which as a reminder is not close to where we live <laughs> So the car is just sitting. Your car's just, it's just sitting, sitting there. on a okay, street in in Encino. Uh-huh. In Encino. Um, and the guy's like, "Oh no, we can't get this off. You have to take it to the dealer." So we call a dealer that is close by, because the dealer that we go to is in Culver City, which is far from Encino. Everything is far, and the dealer at this other place closer to Encino is like. I don't know if we can get that off. You should take it back to Culver City. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so where things Sorry. stand now is I've left a message for the guy at Culver City who we have dealt with multiple times about this situation. He has not called me back. And in the meantime, the car is sitting in Encino on a street in front of my friend's house. 40 minutes away from your house. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, so boy. that, that is the most immediate situation that we are dealing with, but there, it just has felt like there has been sort of a cascade of mm-hmm. shit that has come up. A drip drip. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, like re- including like the other night I was like, Oh, my retainers cracked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just all this stuff where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what more thing? What other thing is going to... And it turns out there are always more things. (laughs) So There are always more things. Like, I I hate to be the, like, woe is me. Everything's going wrong. But I do think that, like, when you feel like a lot of things are going wrong, everything gets sort of amplified. And not that it becomes, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, I don't think... I was like predestined to get a flat tire, but it just feels like it gets compounded by everything that has been going on. It's almost like everything is under a microscope and suddenly it just feels like you're seeing, I don't know, everything feels heightened. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm just like, 
did someone like literally did someone put a curse on me? Mm. And I'm also like, you know, I keep saying like, oh, this is like, this is a season of life. Like we're going to get through this. It's a season of life. We're struggling now, but like we, we haven't always struggled. We're going to get through this, but now it's starting to feel like, what if this is just life? You know, the season is lasting a very long time. I compared it to like when you live in the Northeast and you think that like spring is coming at the end of March, but it really isn't. And then there's a big snowstorm. snowstorm. Yeah. You're like, when is winter going to be over? I'm so sick of this. And that is how I feel right now. Mm. So I don't, I don't know what, Mm. like, it's hard for me to see what the path forward is. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. yeah. So that's just like, that's how I am. One bright spot is that I also went to the doctor recently and last year she was like, your vitamin D levels are low. You have to take a supplement. And this year they're normal. Guess what? Hey, the supplement worked. I like that for you. (laughs) I like that for you. Love a supplement Uh, working. She also, she sent me my results. She said, great job. And I was like, great job. Oh. What does that mean? Like, I, I don't know. A lot of it feels arbitrary. And did the, did the oldest daughter and you though, like, <laughs> I, like mm. I always, I'm like, yeah, I did do totally. a great job. Great. Okay. Um, but yeah, it does. It, and I think, you know, it's like, it's hard for me to not just think about like a broader catastrophic context of like, and I'm getting older yeah. and, you know, and like every, like it's, it's all, it's all like metaphorical. Like my car is breaking down, but my life is breaking down. Do you know what I mean? I'm breaking down. Of course. So that's just like, it's a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that's where we are over here. Kate, we have been talking for a long time. Oh my gosh. We We should take a break. And, uh, We'll be right back. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs. It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there. The overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos. And like within a few weeks, I had done the consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. I love the tretinone that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started. And then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. I am the first to admit that gift giving is not easy for everyone. It's taken me a long time to become like a halfway decent gift giver. But... What I have learned is that the best way to win the gift-giving game is to gift memories. Ooh. And you know how you do that, Kate? 
I'm I'm ready. I'm listening. The Aura digital mm-hmm. frame mm-hmm. preloaded with decades of family photos. We when have gifted you, this to yes. many people. And when you gift this, your family will love looking back on childhood memories and seeing what you're up to today. Even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating the frame with new photos. So it's really the gift that keeps on giving. It's super easy to set up. It takes literally two minutes. You download the app. You set up the Wi-Fi. Boom. Boom. You're good to go. Yep. We have given this to my parents. We've given Mm -hmm. this to Matt's parents. Mm -hmm. Same, same. It's so easy because you can add photos from the app like anytime you want. And also like my brother has the app so he can add photos from his family. My sister has the app so she can add photos. My parents also have it. So they also add their own photos. That is one of the coolest parts I think of the Aura Frame is that everybody can contribute. Yes. I love that about uh, we have two aura frames in our house i have Ooh. one in my office and yeah and one in our family room and do my they kids have, love it do they have the same pictures on them no they have different pictures <gasps> Ooh, mm-hmm. oh that's interesting maybe i should get one for my office i'm looking at a picture of my in, children right now right interesting mm-hmm. hmm. putting that away for later store that Yes. Uh, The Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which is what many other digital frames require. And also then you're not taking up your email storage. So win-win. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Forever 35 listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code FOREVER35 at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day-to-day. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash forever35. I think it's safe to say that we have suffered through bras. We've been uncomfortable in them. We've devoted whole episodes to finding good ones. But I'm here to say enough is enough. 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 I mean, Dory, have I ever told you? Have I ever told you what I did in college when I needed a bra to wear with a fancy dress? What? I cut the top of pantyhose and then I duct taped that to my chest. Oh. Sounds uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I, I didn't have honey love when I was in college. No. Well, we are here to say no more being uncomfortable. No. With honey, no. With Honey Love's bras, you will wonder why it took so long to make something so comfortable and so supportive. There's no underwire, but through some kind of wonderful magic, they managed to not sacrifice lift. All while making it in a fabric that's so comfortable, you barely know it's there. Especially the crossover bra. I wear one of these almost every day. I'm wearing one right now because it's so comfortable and it easily fits into my life. But if you like a breathable and versatile legging, Honey Love has you covered on that front too. Plus, they have tanks, shapewear, and their V-bra that has molded cups still without the underwire to keep you from getting that dreaded uniboob effect other more relaxed bras tend to give you. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market 
and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we send you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Okay. We should also, I forgot, we like I was talking for so long that I forgot to remind everyone that we have a website, forever35podcast.com. We're also on Instagram at forever35podcast. We always put all the links to everything we mentioned on the show on our website. So you can always check there. Um, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash forever35. I said, you know, on Mondays, we release our recaps of the OC. And that show is just getting so ridiculous. But I am finding our conversations about it to be very fun. Like I was saying, we, we each listened to half of the episode. And I was saying to Kate, I kind of just wanted to keep listen, listening because I was really enjoying our conversation. I will say there are sometimes where I st- I'll be listening to our podcast and like forget that it's us and just like keep listening. <laughs> like I'm just like this is fun and then I'm like oh wait I'm supposed to be like oh editing this God, and I know listening critically yes. and instead I'm just like tra la la. Totally. The OC is really keeping me it's entertained. Like, it's really something. Um we put our favorite products on our shop my shelf which is shopmy.us/forever35. We have a newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter, and you can call or text us at 781-591-0390. And please do email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Now, I knew that this was going to be the reaction, Kate. You sure did. You know I was going to win this battle. But will I, will <laughs> I, will I win the war? <laughs> will she win the war? <laughs> Okay, so we're talking about my strange desire to get the Rachel haircut from friends. Now, I will say, I posed this question and the listener response was overwhelmingly positive. So many people were like, Kate, do it. Like this, like this one text is Kate, please ignore Dory and get the Rachel. I think it would look amazing on you. I mean, now, number one, thank you for boosting my ego that it would look good on me. I did run it by both my wonderful stylist and my colorist. Okay. Shout out to Onyx on Madison in Pasadena, California. If you want good cut and color, this is just an endorsement. I love them. Uh, I see Chai and Danielle. And they were both like, LOL. What? And I was like, just hear me out. So I am getting my haircut finally. It's been like seven months, eight months maybe. I'm getting my haircut in a few weeks. I'm getting my color done in a few weeks. So I'm just going to go in with an open mind. I actually think I want to cut my hair, like cut two inches off and just get it a short bob. But uh, I also was kind of like, what if I just got a blowout and you kind of just, and we added some layers and we just saw what what it looked like. Just what if? I think the Rachel requires a lot of work, which I don't mm. do. So I I don't think it's a realistic mm-hmm. cut mm-hmm. for me, but there is something about a chonky ass bob that I am like a lob bob that I am like think think a Meg Ryan. Think a think the Rachel. Think it's nineteen ninety-five and I don't know. Just think that. That's kind of where I'm headed. I mean, we'll see how yeah, it comes look, out. We'll is see. this if this feels right to you, then do it. Don't listen to me. What do I know? I don't know shit. I won't. <laughs> but you do. You know a lot. Uh, and I, and also, like, sometimes I do feel like it, this is on the same, like, wavelength as the should I get bangs question of, like, you can want something, but really you don't. You don't really want it. What you're searching for is really ooh, in your soul. Now we're getting somewhere. Let's answer this question from a listener. I have a question and a comment, they wrote. First, what are we doing about purses? I have a large work tote that I like, but on weekends, I end up carrying fistfuls of phones, keys, my credit card, and a sundry toddler ephemera. This is true for all other non-work times, like doing errands, dinners, and morning drop-off too. I have tried a small pouch that I live from one bag to the next, but nothing has felt right. Suggestions welcome. Second, I just got a handheld vacuum and it is truly a game changer. It makes cleaning after a toddler so much easier. I have never had a handheld vacuum recommended as a parenting item before and wanted to share with the group. Okay. First of all, listener, 
You are me and I am you. Same. Because I also was running into this conundrum and I finally solved it with a fanny pack. Hmm. Now, wait a second. Do you take the fanny pack and then put it into a larger purse if you need to? Okay. Because I got like the, you know, that like Lululemon one that everyone has, which is not that big, but it's like the perfect Mm -mm. size. Like I keep, I have a small wallet. I moved everything to like a, a, like a, basically like a coin purse almost. So I'm not carrying a ton of stuff around. Um, Sunglasses, glasses, keys, phone, uh, lip balm. And then in the back pocket, I also have dog poop bags so I can just take it when I walk bow. Oh, smart. Um, And yeah, that's it. That's what I keep in there. And because those are always the things that I was always looking for that I would try to keep in like the front pocket of my bag. But then when I would switch bags, it was like I have to move everything. And it just like wasn't happening. I also have one from Baboon to the Moon, which is a fun little mm-hmm. company. It's red. And then I just got another one at Target that I think is like trying to be like a Claire V imitator. Oh, but I love that. the Claire V um, fanny packs range from like 300 to like $400. And this one was $20. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, $20. Because I wanted better. one that looked like a little quote nicer if I just wanted to like, you know, I don't know. So I got that one, but it's, they're all roughly the same size, not too big. I think when they get to be too big, then you're like veering into actual purse territory and it becomes less practical to move it from bag to bag. Yeah, this is, that's an interesting, that's what, how I travel. I'll do a fanny pack that I take off when I get onto the plane. Cause they make you take it off and put it into my bigger mm-hmm. bag. This is a journey for me. I I feel like Goldilocks when I look for freaking bags. But I will say I bought a bag that my friend has that every time I see her, I ask her about this Mm -hmm. bag. And she's used this bag for like 500 fucking years. And every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I love your bag. Um, And then I never get it and I forget about it. But they were having a sale... And so I bought one um, and it just came. Okay. This is a company called Rough and Tumble. Okay. And they make leather goods. They're based out of Maine, out of okay. Portland. And the bag that I bought, it's like a large ass tote bag, but the leather is super light. Ooh. So it doesn't feel very heavy. Like some of the problems that I have with bag, I, I bought the minimal tote from mm-hmm. this company. And again, like part of my motivation was like every time I would see my friend, you know, she's a friend who lives in Maine. So I, I only see her like once a year and she always has this bag. I love the style. It's like classic timeless. And this bag, like it's, she's had it for like 10 years. Like it's just living its best wow. life. Okay. It's very durable. So I just got it. Um, and the other thing I really like about it is that it has compartments. It has a key hook thing. And the shoulder straps are extremely comfortable and it doesn't slide off. Mm. Um, Now, but what I was also thinking of doing is getting myself a couple of pouches from Bagu Mm -hmm. because I do feel like stuff gets lost in a big tote. And also, I really like this idea that you're planting in my head of moving, having like one little thing that you're able to move from bag to bag. That's a smart move. And and the fanny pack is extra smart because then it can become its own little Right. Purse. That's what I like about it. Like for me, the pouch is le- is ultimately less practical because I want to be able to like wear the like wear it on its own and have quick access yeah. to everything I need. Well, I also saw that Bagu has a sling bag that was very appealing to me that I wanted to buy, but I don't need any more bags. They have this like crossbody. It's called the medium nylon crescent bag for $52. It comes in a variety of cool prints and colors. And it's like a larger version of the uh, Uniqlo bag. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, I'm also eyeing Okay. But 
I feel like the journey never ends. Speaking of journeys. The journey is long and arduous. Never freaking ends. Um, okay. Should we do one more of these? Let's do one more of these. Do you have a preference? I don't have a preference. You take your pick. All right. Here's another email. Hi, Kat and Dora. Hope you're both having a lovely week. I have two questions I'd love to hear your answers to and hear from other listeners too. What are your favorite porridge slash oatmeal toppings? Now that my son is weaning, porridge is a breakfast we can share, which I love. I have mine with golden syrup because that's how my dad always made it for me when I was little. And my son has it with a wide variety of fruit purees, but I want to expand my horizons. Second question, what are some early morning self-care ideas for those of us who aren't naturally early risers but have to get up early for one reason or or another? I try to have little things to look forward to, like a hot chocolate or a mug of chai and spritzing my face with rose water for a quick refresh, but I'd love to hear other ideas. Okay. I love a bowl of oatmeal in the morning. I Googled golden syrup, which seems to be a British thing. This listener wrote favorite with a U, so I assume they were oh, yes. from Great Britain or Canada or Australia or, you know, one of those countries. They could be from any. I mean, I just Googled golden syrup because I was like, what is, is this maple right. syrup? It doesn't seem to quite yes, be. Yes, yes. Okay. I love oatmeal with some brown sugar. I love... Um, like cooking up some apples first with some cinnamon and sugar and putting that in the oatmeal, maybe with some walnuts. But I also love savory oatmeal. And I grew up eating oatmeal with just butter and salt. That's how my mom made it. I never had sweet oatmeal until I was an adult. And I got to college and my friend was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like (laughs) dumping salt and butter on my oatmeal. First of all, it's delicious with salt and butter. I love it with um, some miso and maybe some like sesame oil. There's so many delicious savory oatmeals out there Uh that you could try. So uh, maybe some hemp hearts for a little like kind of crunch and texture. Definitely always throw in some ground flax for that fiber because you know we got to keep those poops right and tight. How about you, Dory? What's on your Um, oats? Well, first of all, I like making oatmeal with whole milk. Mm, yes. Uh, very delicious and creamy. Um, I like some chopped almonds. I like some sliced strawberries. I like mm. a little bit of brown sugar or maple syrup, either one. Um, blueberries, like any sort of berry, although raspberries I don't think would really mm-hmm. work. But blueberries and strawberries I like. I also like a like a banana walnut like raisin situation. Yes, same. That sounds um, good. Cinnamon, always a good, good little always add, good. especially to the banana walnut one. Um, I, you know, I don't really go in all that often for a savory oatmeal, but I enjoy a savory oatmeal. I just don't make it that often. Um, like a congee or something is, I, I find very mm, delicious, yum. but I don't really know how to make it and, um don't have occasion to have it that often but yeah those are all those are all some delicious options oh you know there was a like years ago when I still worked at BuzzFeed they did and this now sounds so dated but it was only it was like 2014 or 2015 like it wasn't that long ago although I guess that was like 10 years ago um, they did one of those like New Year's like detox diet things. Yeah, I know. Doesn't it sound crazy? Oh, they did that at your yeah. well, work? No, no, no. It was yeah, like it was so on crazy. the website. Like it was a. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember this. I think they yes. called it the Clean Eating Challenge or something. Which like now like Wowzers. we would never do, but like back then felt normal. Anyway, mm-hmm. one of the recipes they had in there was this like carrot oatmeal that was delicious and you would let it sit overnight and then cook it so you could you could make like an individual portion of it and have like shredded carrots and raisins and you can make with almond milk or whole milk and there's like some cinnamon maybe some vanilla even i don't even remember and 
because you were letting it sit overnight, it would kind of soften everything. And then you could just cook it in the morning. I think you could even microwave it. And then it was so good. That was, that was delicious. So you could probably, I wonder, I'm trying to even think what you would, how you would find it. Um, I'm going to try to find it right now. Everyone's like, it's, it's like, I, it's not overnight oats, but it's kind of like overnight oats. Carrot is so delicious in like sweet things. Totally. Yes. I love that. It sounds so tasty. Um, okay. So I'm finding recipes for this that are just saying you can eat it cold which I guess you could. I liked warming it up. Oh, and also you could top it with Greek yogurt. It was, it was just, it was so good. I wish I could find this now. Um, We'll search around for it. Maybe we can, if we find it, we can add it to the. Yeah. Yeah. Because like all the recipes I'm finding are for um, eating it cold, which like, no, no, thank you. Um, so, yeah. How about the second part of this listener's question? What are some early morning self-care ideas for those of us who aren't naturally early risers but have to get up early for one reason or another? I actually have an idea. Let's hear it. Because um, I thought about this this morning. I was up at 5.30 today and I was like, I'll put on my exercise leggings because I was going to exercise later today. And then I was like, no, you know what I want first thing in the morning? Like warm, soft clothes. Mm. So I put on like my most comfortable sweatpants and sweatshirt and some big cozy socks. Like I think getting up early and easing into the day, if you need to ease Mm -hmm. into the day, like not all of us are going to get up early and like power lift and fucking meditate and do all that shit. Like I think some of us need a gentle rise. So I love the idea of like soft coziness and first thing in the morning. Um, I love the suggestion of like a chai or a warm tea or coffee. Uh, rose water is lovely. I think something warm just sounds, I don't know, especially in the winter time. Like this would obviously change in the summer. I also like to just go outside first thing in the mm. morning, especially if I can yes, see the sun yes, rising. Yes. That's always just kind of like refreshing and wakes me up a little bit, but also like comforting and mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm. I am not good at waking up super early, so I don't actually have any great suggestions. <laughs> well, maybe other people will. <sighs> maybe they will. Yeah. All right, Dory, let's take okay, another let's break. Do that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, you know, we're back in our intention setting portion of this episode. And last week I wrote that it was my brain that I needed to work work on. I was in like a really unhealthy little um, OCD spiral recently that I've coming out of a little bit. And that feels like such a relief. Good, I'm glad. Um, and this week I'm just learning about my new lower histamine life that I'm going to try to live and see what the hell that looks like realistically you know like you have to do these kinds of things within the like actual real boundaries of your own life so yeah yeah well i 
look forward to continuing to go on this journey with you. You know, I'm going to bring you I along no matter what. So, <laughs> um, so last week I was just talking about my writing retreat. Um, and it went well. I had a great time. The ride there was scary because it was raining so hard, but it was fine. Um, and I got work done and it was nice to have a change of scenery and it was just, yeah, mm. it was, it was lovely. Um, and then this week I'm going to try to break the curse. <laughs> oh, Tori. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, I don't know what else to do. I got, I, like, I don't know. Uh, you want to break that curse? I gotta, I gotta, uh, something has to, has to change. So. <laughs> know what it is but something has to so that's where i'm at right now well it's time to read and express our gratitude to our patreon subscribers and these folks all subscribe to our patreon at ten dollar level or more and we thank you thank you for being there we appreciate you here they are Alexander Houghton, Allison Cohen, Amy Maseko, Andrea Sepulveda, Angie James, Anne Tuadrum, Becky Hobbs-Haler, Beth Bethany, Brianne Macy, Caroline Cece, Chelsea Torres, Christine Bassis, Coco Bean, Diana, Diana and Martin, Donald Brew Jr., E. Jackson, Elizabeth Anderson, Elizabeth Cleary, Elizabeth Holland, Amelia DiCola, Emily Bruyer, Emily McIntyre, Fran, Hannah, Heather Okenka, Helen Demoy, Jane Terrio, JDK, Jadel Apti, Jen Jen, Jennifer Barrett, Jennifer HS, Jennifer Olson, Jess Coleman, Jessica Gale, Jillian Bayman, Jillian, thank you for your email correcting the pronunciation, mm -hmm. Joanna Stone, Josie Alquist, Josie Heisig, Julia Putt, Juliana Dapice, 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 you tell me, Juliana Duff, Kara Brugman, Karen Perelman, Kate M., Catherine Ellingson, Katie Quatrone, Kelly Dearborn, Kelsey Wolf Denae, Carrie Golds, Kim Beagler, Kirsten Collins, Laura, Laura Eddy, Laura Haddon, Lisa Travis, Lizette, Liz Rain, Lynette Jones, M, Marissa, Megan, Monica, Nick, Nikki Bossert, Pam from Boston, Sarah Bell, Sarah Egan, Sarah, Sarah Buzzy, Shelly Lee, Stephanie Germana, Susan Berseth, Tara Todd, Tiffany Griffith, Valerie Bruneau, and Zuli Melendi. Thank you all so much for your support. We really appreciate you. We appreciate everyone listening to this podcast forever 35 which is hosted and produced by dory shafrer and kate spencer it's produced and edited by sam junio sammy reed is our project manager our network partner is Acast. we will talk to you all next week bye <laughs>